welcome to the Therapy Thursday Show. I am your host, Iyeye Ojele. Every week, I'll be having conversations on mental health, personal development, and all the small or big decisions we can take towards creating an epic change and becoming the best versions of ourselves possible. Sit tight, relax, and let us get right into it. What is up, TT Squad? Happy New Year, guys. What is up? I have missed you. Guys, I know it has been a minute. I know. But I took a break in December so that I could re-energize, revitalize, and redo the thing that you do when you redo things. But... I am back. Hey, like I never left. Hey, 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 hey. I'm back, guys. And I'm back with a new perspective, with a fresh, you know, fresh perspective on things. How was your holiday season? How was the Christmas period, the New Year period? I hope you all had a blast. I know a lot of things happened during that period. And I hope you took care of your mental health and you put in everything that we have learned on the podcast into practice. If you're new to the gang, hello, my name is Ojewe. Very, very nice to meet you. I am the host of the Therapy Thursday podcast. On this show, we discuss all things mental health, personal development, and every other thing in between. And if you're an OG listener or subscriber of the podcast, hello, gang, gang. Thank you so much for working with me throughout 2020. Thank you for every like, every share, every comment, every question asked. Thank you so much for participating on the podcast. I am indeed grateful. I can only but promise that this year holds so much potential this year is going to be an amazing year on therapy Thursday side of things we're going to learn together we're going to grow together we're going to evolve together we're going to do amazing things if you're an audio listener of the podcast you know that when we say how you doing it is not just a question that requires an automated response on the podcast when we say how are you doing this is a time where you need to take stock of how you are doing and feeling mentally physically spiritually emotionally and every other aspect in your life that you might want to add so i'm going to give you a couple of seconds to check in with yourself it is very important to note that guys good is not a feeling but a word i am all right is not a feeling but a word i am okay as great as that might sound it is not a feeling but 
a word so i need you to check in with yourself and know exactly how you are feeling and faring in the moment i'm going to give you a couple of seconds to do that have you done that good i hope that you take stock of how you are feeling you give yourself the things that you need and the things that you require and just you know put yourself and your mental health first welcome to the second season of the therapy thursday show yes guys welcome to the second season and the first episode of the show it's a new year it's a new season and it's a new episode hey new 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 on today's episode the theme of this episode is reality of new year resolutions today we're going to be talking about all things new year new me all things new year who's this all things new year resolutions why they don't work what we can do better in the new year and why setting intentions is more profitable than setting resolution so if you hear something that resonates with you do not forget to like i mean if you hear but because i know you're going to hear something that resonates with you so do not forget to like to share, leave a comment and a review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast. It helps. And do not forget to click the link on the description box and follow us on our social media platform. Also, guys, resources and research materials for today's episode will be left in the description box for your reading pleasure. So, without further ado, Let's jump right into this episode. Sit tight, relax, take a cool stance. Because why? Therapy is now in section. OJpedia. On today's OJpedia. We're going to be talking about resolutions versus intentions. I mean, guys, it is New Year, New Me season, and everyone is talking about how to set resolutions, how to create your vision boards, how to do this and do that. On today's Wikipedia, we're going to be talking about resolution versus intentions. And you all know me. I like to give the dictionary definition of things. So basically what a resolution is is a resolution is more or less a statement to change something you want to fix about yourself or your lifestyle. As a result, resolutions tend to inspire negative thoughts about your current situation. That is one of the cons of resolutions. I mean, they are always very very negative. And on the other hand, intentions are more focused on creating abundance in your life. An intention does not imply something is wrong with the way you are currently living, but instead it motivates you into living a much more 
better and fulfilling life. Guys, you see the difference? I mean, now that we know a little bit about the truth of this statement or these two words in contracts, why should we prioritize intentions over resolutions? First things first, resolutions always focus on the negative. And if we're being frank, sincere, and honest, we know that whenever it is New Year, New Me season, whenever it is, oh my God, because we all have this idea that at the start or at the click of 12 o'clock into the new calendar year, our lives are just about to change. And I mean, I've been there all my life. I used to think that the change comes with the click of the year and the happy new year. But guys, it can be a new year and it will still be the same you. The change starts with you. And whenever people try to make resolutions, they are always focused on the things that they don't have, the things that they want to change, the negative, rather than focusing on the positive and the things that they can be better at. So that is one of the reasons why New Year resolutions never work. In fact, research has actually proven that only 10% of people who write down resolutions actually complete them. So where does it leave the 90%? Not only that, many, many psychological articles have put into focus that New Year resolutions do not work. They don't work. And I'm sure you are beginning to know the reason why they do not. The second reason why resolutions are a no-no is because resolutions spotlight what you lack. Like I said previously, resolutions only talk about the things that you don't have, the negative things that you want to change about yourself. Resolutions are filled with so much negative self talk another reason why resolutions don't work it's because resolutions are strict they are very very strict i mean look back to all the resolutions that you've been writing throughout the year just they sound very very strict resolutions i mean i will lose 50 pounds how now how 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 are you going to do it or i will or oh wait wait let me let me think of one really popular one um i will exercise five times a week i will save more money it just always focuses on the things that we lack and they are really strict another reason why resolutions don't work is because resolutions don't work they do not work so now in contrast let us talk a little bit about intentions and like we stated earlier intentions are more focused in creating abundance in your life an intention does not give away that something is wrong it only spotlights how you can actually 
improve in that area of your life. We stated the reasons why resolutions are a no-no. So let us state the reasons why intentions are a hell yes. One, intentions remind us of the kind of persons we want to be and the life that we want to live. I mean, intentions serve as a compact, as a guiding light, as a guiding tool. And by setting an intention, it is you creating a team for the year. For example, your intention for the year might be joy. And now you have to focus on incorporating that intention into every single aspect of your life. Let's say you want to, let's say in your work and your intention and your team for the year is joy. So you can say, I want to be a much more lively and a happier person this year. How am I going to achieve it? By making sure that I finish my work on time, by making sure that I structure my time in such a way that I am not stressed and I am not and I am not sad and I am just going to have an intentional spirit of joy even on the bad days you see and opposed to you saying i will reduce my stress this year by setting an intention you're actually setting a clear compass to where exactly you want to see yourself number two is they allow us to be mindful of our full potential without demanding perfection and leaving no room for error i mean guys when we talked about resolutions we talked about the fact that one of the biggest cons of resolutions are they are really strict they demand perfection and they leave no room for error because when people do their new year resolution they only end up achieving it for like two weeks and then on the third week they are back to status quo because they believe that just because you did not exercise today means that everything is destroyed but by setting an intention you understand that even if you do not exercise today your ultimate goal is to be mindful your ultimate goal is to be present your ultimate goal is to mend your relationship with your body your ultimate goal is to move your body and enjoy the natural air and the natural sunlight so even if you do not end up exercising on day one just because you know what your intentions are and how they are in sync with your values you'll be able to wake up the next day and be like i did not exercise yesterday but i am going to do so today because intentions do not demand perfection from you intentions know that you're human you're going to make mistake but but the end justifies the means the end goal is not just the 
the important part when setting intentions it is the entire journey the outcome is not just the important part when setting intentions it is the entire journey it is the little little progresses along the way it is the little wins it is not just the final destination number three reasons why intentions are way more valuable and more profitable than resolutions is it gives us a space to be flexible and adaptable and that ties into what we talked about earlier about each living room for mistakes and not demanding perfection it gives room to say okay so i can't um i can't work out today what else can i do to improve my body function today can i do yoga can i be mindful can i meditate i mean it leaves room for flexibility and adaptability so this is why you should choose intentions over resolutions this year and another important thing that i would like to add is resolutions always comes with so much negative self-talk i don't know if i mentioned it before when i started talking about this but i feel that i feel strongly just to re-echo this point that intentions are way more compassionate and when you're setting your intentions you're always going to be compassionate whether you like it or not your body has a mind of its own your mind has a mind of its own and it would feed on what you feed it so if you're feeding your mind with negative self-talk if you're feeding your mind with i cannot do this I'm not good enough. I don't know how to do this. I want to change this. This is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Your mind and your body, they are listening to you. They can feel your negative energy. But if you're feeding your body and you're feeding your mind with, I want to be better at this. I know I can. If I put in a little bit of work in this aspect, I'll be able to become better. Then you'll see a shift in the trajectory of how your life is actually going to go this year. In talking about intentions versus resolutions, I feel like it's very, very important to also speak about how to set intentions. How to set intentions. We've spoken about why we choose, why to choose intentions this year. I think it's very, very important for us to talk about how to set intentions. So my number one tip on how to set intentions would be to define our deepest value. What exactly is your deepest value? The reason we set intention is because we want to live in closer alignment with our values. So let's say maybe you value health and well-being, but you've made really bad and unhealthy food choices in the last year that you would like to change. That is your value. And now this is something you would like to work on. So maybe you value calm and mindfulness but you have overcommitted and over exerted yourself in different areas of your life and this year your focus would be you want to spend more time with your friends and your family and just more time being calm and being present this intention 
is in sync with what you actually value. Another example is maybe you value connections and positive relationships and you haven't found your tribe and you would like to spend time with more mind, more, more like-minded people. This is an intention that is in sync with your value. One thing that we also need to understand is that your values are what is going to help you achieve success in your personal growth. I know it sounds really cheesy, but guys, I promise that it is not cheesy at all. If you don't know what you stand for, you'll run in circles without ever feeling fulfilled. So basically, if you don't know, you know that quote that says, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Exactly. If you don't know the things that are in deep, close alignment with your heart, if you don't know the things that you value, you will just be all over the place. You will not have like a specific target to meet an exactly need that is your own need you will just be doing things because everyone is setting goals everyone is doing this you need to sit down and ask yourself what exactly do i value what exactly do i value one of the ways you can find out how to know exactly what you value is to write out an ingredient list of joy I mean, you ask yourself, what does an ingredient list of joy mean? Ask yourself, when things are really going well, what does joy look like to me? And this concept is a Brian Brown concept that I love so much. It gives the idea of 20 things that bring you joy, both little and big things. So take out a sheet of paper and write down 20 things that bring you joy, both the little and the big things. Number two, categorize these things into lists and into different groups of values. For example, if your list had things like, I make time to read, I take a new course, or I watch documentaries, what that inherently means is that learning and growth is one of your values. Another example is that if your list has things like what brings me joy is going for a walk, doing yoga, being physical, going on physical activities, what that means is that one of your values would be physical health. If on your list, one thing if one thing on your list is, I get joy when I spend time with family and friends, when I meet new people, when I have intellectual conversation, your value will be personal relationships. So, like we talked about, the number one thing to do while setting intentions is to define your deepest values. So... When you have been able to identify what your values are, you will know how to move forward in setting your intentions. 
Number two tip on how to set intentions are to identify the biggest gap. Now, guys, the secret to success is that you can't improve everything all at once. The key to seeing growth in one area of your life is speaking one thing to focus on and giving it your all. One of the mistakes that we have made in time past when setting our intentions and setting our goals for the year is that we are not specific enough. Our goals are just scattered all over the place across a wide range of areas in our lives. For you to set intentional intentions, and I know that sounds like tautology, but listen to the message. For you to set intentional intentions, you have to be able to focus on one thing in a specific area of your life. Focus on one thing and give it your all. As you reflect on your values, and different areas of your life think about which one needs the most improvement so you have to put it on a scale of preference which area of my life needs the most attention at this time is it your health is it your mindfulness is it commitment to your goals is it your career sometimes It won't be one clear category. It may be a general lack of satisfaction across all categories in one specific way. For example, let me give give an example of myself. There was this time where I I was feeling like I wasn't present enough. I was feeling like I wasn't managing my time effectively. My energy was depleting. I was tired all the time and all that. I had to set the intention of being present. My intention for 2020 was being intentional. I know, right? Being more intentional in the things that I did. So this helped me to organize my time to give priority to the things that I wanted to give priority to priority to because I wanted to to do all of the things that I want to hang out with all of the people that I want to just be present and be intentional about the things that I wanted to do so for you it could be something different for you it could be you want to change this particular thing and this particular thing will cut across in every other aspect of your life you need to be able to fine-tune it you need to be able to identify the biggest gap you need to be able to identify the thing that you need to give your most focus to number three would be to define an inspiring intention for the year so this also ties down with writing down your team for the year or your one word mantra or the one word that can encompass what exactly you want to see happen in your life this year so for for me in 2020 it was being intentional for you it could be stepping out of my comfort zone it could be stretch 
stretching in all aspects of your life, stretching in your career, stretching in how you maximize your time, stretching in how you 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 do things. It could be joy. It could be you wanting to see intentional joy in every aspect of your life. It could be growth. You need to be able to set out a team and set out an intentional goal or intentional team for the year. Feelings detect many of our actions in our life, if we're being honest. If you want to inspire yourself to change, you must define the intention that feels the most authentic to you. If you've chosen physical health as the area that needs your most focus in this new year, then your intentions cannot be to lose 10 pounds. Instead, it could be to fuel my body, to maximize my health, to optimize my performance. You must tie your why into your intentions so that the case for change will be captivating. So basically, you must tie the reason why you want to make this improvement into your intentions. So instead of saying, I want to lose weight, you could say, I want to mend my relationship with my body. Instead of saying, my resolution for the year or my intention for the year is to save more money, you could say, to practice more intentional spending. Instead of saying, I want to reduce my stress, you could say, to say no more often and allow rest. Instead of saying, I want to exercise every day, you could say, I want to move my body and be in tune with my body's signals and requests. You see what I talked about and how resolutions are more of negative and just focuses on the things that you lack and whereby intentions gives you a space of abundance. I hope you see the reasons why you should set your intentions this year. And if you have already set New Year resolutions, it is not too late to tear it up. Sit down and identify what is of deepest value to you. Identify what is of deepest value to you. Two, identify the biggest gap. Three, define an inspiring intention for the year. And last but not the least, create a clear picture of your vision. Now, for a very long time, I've always lived by these words. If you can see it, you can be it. The final step of creating a solid intention for the year is to tie your vision to your everyday life. Now, something that you could actually do that could help is to place sticky notes of what your team for the year is so like i talked about earlier if your team for the year is be intentional you can place sticky notes on your bathroom mirror of ways on how you are going to be intentional this year you can place a sticky note in your bedroom of how you're going ways on how you're going to improve in being intentional this year You can write down in your journal 
of how you are going to be intentional in the different aspects of your life. You can go as far as create going all out and creating your vision board of what exactly your team for the year is. And also, you can act, also put it in the background of your phone. You can put it as your, 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 your wallpaper of your phone just to remind you of what exactly your team for the year is and how to live in alignment. So guys, I know that everyone is doing vision board. Everyone is doing something on New Year, New Me. But you have to sit down and have a conversation with yourself on the things that are important to you. On the things that are important to you. So, let's say, let's give some examples of powerful new year intentions so let's say your intention is i want to move up in my company and make more money so that i can travel more frequently your affirmation will be i am worthy of my wildest dreams and i am on the path to make them reality the mantra for that intention and affirmation will be success so let's say another intention is I intend to live with more compassion for myself and others. Your affirmation would be, I am capable of giving and receiving unconditional love. The mantra for that particular intention will be love. Another example is, the intention is, I want to live in the moment without worrying about past or future. The affirmation would now have to be, I am present living in only this moment that truly exists right here and now the intention the mantra will be present i know some people are going to say this sounds like hokus pokus or this sounds a little bit spooky but for you to see a trajectory of change in your life you have to change your mindset and you have to change the way that you do things you cannot see abundance if you're in your life if you have a scarcity mindset. This cuts across in every aspect. Straight out of the DM. On today's Straight Out of the DMs, we have a couple of questions that ties into what we have spoken about today number one question says hi oj i hate my current job but it pays the bills but what i hate the most of all is that i am not living up to my potential how can i stop feeling depressed about my job why i look forward to my hopes and dreams it is one thing we value and we love on the therapy thursday side of life is an accountability king or queen and An accountability king or queen is somebody who is accountable and who can say, hmm, I can read myself, I can check myself, I can know exactly where my fault is because the fault lies in me too. We value an accountability king or queen. And I'm very, 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 very happy that you've been able to realize that in as much as you hate your job, you also 
hits and you also realize that you are not living up to your potential so let's break it down what could actually be the reason why you are not living up to your potentials in that job could it be because you already have the mindset that you hate this job so invariably you don't want to try you hate it there why would you want to try at something that you hate emphasis on hate my darling i need you to understand that sometimes we are placed in places that we don't like we are placed in spaces and places that we do not necessarily like but we have to be there for good purposes now take for instance you want because i can see also from your questions that you want to be able to look forward to your hopes and dreams so what does that mean that you have dreams that you want to achieve you have goals that you want to meet but this job also pays the bills and if i'm not being too forward i can also tie the fact that this job also will play a direct role in you being able to meet those hopes and dreams let's take for example you want to go to culinary school this is your dream and right now you're working a desk customer service job and you hate your job because your passion is to go to culinary school agreed that is what exactly you want to do and now you are in this job that you don't like you are not living up to your highest potential because you hate the job so stay with me in my example but what i would advise that you do is number one gratitude gratitude for having a job i t- I, I, I swear to you that gratitude changes the game once you can find something to be grateful for your mindset will change and no i am not trying to invalidate your feelings or negate the fact that you do not like this specific job but i am saying how about a mindset shift how about we look at things from the gratitude side of life so let's say you pick gratitude and you ask yourself i'm grateful for having a job that pays the bills some people don't even have jobs at all some people are actually looking for something that would be able to pay their bills but they don't have i believe that once you can apply gratitude it will be the start of a mindset change number two still in my example of you wanted to go to culinary school number one is gratitude number two is asking yourself what exactly can i learn from this space that i don't like that would help me in the space that i do like you see what exactly can i learn from this space that i don't like that would help me in the space that i do like so like i said in my example you want to go to culinary school but you're working a desk customer service job mm-hmm. hold up hold up customer service when you do go to culinary school and you become an amazing chef 
people are not only going to taste your food when they come to your restaurant they are also going to come there to experience the customer service and that is something that you have been able to harness and master in your best customer service job you see you see when your dreams and your goals becomes the focus the where the journey is not going to matter because in the journey you're going to be able to pick up tools and skills that is going to help you to get to your end game and in this example the end game is culinary school but in working this next customer service job you're going to be able to pick up customer service skills public relations skills that you're going to be able to use in your career path you see you see so when you're able to pick up and be able to realize that sometimes you have to be in spaces that you don't like to learn something that's going to help you to better improve the spaces that you do like it is going to be a game changer and it's going to be a mindset shift the number three part of this story that are the number three part of this example that i want to give is also to go to culinary school means that you need to be able to save money in this example just tying into your question to go to culinary school means that you need to save money and to save money means that you need to work the job the mindset and the focus has to be your goals and your dreams everything everything that you do everything that you do has to be in the direction of your goals and your dreams when you put your goals and your dreams into perspective, when you put your goals and your dreams into focus, being in a space that you don't like is not really going to matter so much because you know that this is only temporary. I have a game plan. I have a blueprint to where exactly I want to go. So I have to pick up skills that I need to take me and make me a much better person in the space that I want to be at, I have to be grateful for where I'm at because gratitude changes things. I have to have the game plan, the blueprint to be able to take me to the place that I want to be at. So when you tie all this, this becomes a bouquet on how to get out of feeling depressed or feeling just the emotions that this is not where i want to be at you have to keep the place that you want to go to in focus i hope this is able to answer your question and i hope somebody learned something valuable from this number two question is i want to make a career change but i'm scared what should i do i mean Change is always scary. Change is not the easiest thing for anybody to do. In fact, we as humans, we like our daily patterns. We like our routine. We don't want to change. Change is often hard. And it is understandable. And your sentiments are indeed valid. But sometimes you have to do it scared anyway. When you sit down, and, and I, am, I am an avid believer in making your blueprint in strategizing and saying okay i want to make a career switch take a sheet out take a sheet of paper out 
draw out your pros and the conflicts, the pros on why you want to make a career switch, the cons, and how are you going to navigate these pros and cons. But the number one takeaway is if we all remain scared, nobody will take the first step. So you have to take the first step. In fact, one very one, one funny one funny but very incredibly inspirational quote I have heard is something I can't really remember the exact quote, but something about faith being taking a step not see, taking a step and you do not taking a leap not seeing the stairs but believing that the stairs will show up, something like that. You have to be able to do it scared anyway. You're scared, do it anyway. You're afraid, do it anyway. You're anxious, do it anyway. Because what is the, what exactly is going to be the opposite? Is you wondering in your life why you never took the chance, right? Just because you were scared. So I believe in you. Go out there and do it anyway. Yo, it's true talk. Welcome to true talk. On today's true talk, I really do not have a specific story because when it comes to goal setting, intentions, there are so many stories that I could share. But one thing I wanted to highlight on true talk is the importance of having a blueprint. So guys, you cannot say, I want to go to grad school and you don't have a blueprint on the things that you need to do to get there. You need to sit down and have a blueprint. A blueprint is like your master plan of how you want to go moving forward with the intention that you have. I mean, also, I know that times change, but it's important to have a strategy on how you want to achieve something. One of the things that I've come to realize when it comes to setting intentions and setting goals is that a lot of us just say we are good at saying, we are good at, I want to, I will, I will, but we do not have our master plan we do not have our blueprint on how to get there so what i wanted to leave with you in this segment is the importance of having a blueprint is an importance of having a drawing board and drawing it out plan after plan how you are going to get to that goal that you want to get to last but not the least something that i wanted to draw out in this segment is the importance of having an accountability partner this is something that i failed to mention when i was talking about intentions and your goals now you can have your intentions set out for the year you can have your blueprint but another important ingredient in this whole mix is having an accountability partner an accountability partner could be your friend, your 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 colleague, your coworker, somebody who who is 
a like-minded person and who is in alignment with the vision for your life. So you could share your goals and dreams with this person. You could swap goals and dreams and you could tell yourselves, we are going to hold each other accountable to our goals and our intentions. So let's say you set out an intention that you want to improve on personal growth this year. And one of the trajectories in which you want to do that is to further your education and apply for grad school. And we all know in applying for grad school, it's something that is time consuming. You have to set out your blueprint like we talk about, and you have to be able to check things off the list. Now, what an accountability partner does is to remind you. And also one thing to note about when setting goals and drawing out your blueprint is your blueprint has to be time inclusive. You have to allocate the time in which you will do the things that you say you would do. So one thing that your accountability partner does is to remind you like, hey, boo-boo, you said you were going to apply to XYZ school in XYZ month. This is that month. How far? Where I'm from, when we say how far, I mean, what's going on? What's happening about that? You are not doing it. Your accountability partner is a person that will text you and say, you said you were going to prepare for your presentation a week beforehand. Your presentation is in two weeks. How far? You see, this is what an accountability partner does. And sometimes your accountability partner can be ah, just a pain in your neck. But when you know that somebody is stepping on your gas pedal and they are moving you and they are telling you, go, 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 go. You're not doing this. You need to move. You need to move. You need to move. This is the time you said you were able to do this. You haven't done this. You haven't done this. It will also self-motivate you to get those things done. So I just wanted to jump right into True Talk and share why for you to be able to actualize and your goals and your vision this year for you to be able to stay rooted in your intention you need an accountability partner vip vibes in person you're welcome to vibes in person now guys it's a brown new year and of course, my vibes in person will be every one of you listening to the show right now or whenever you do listen to it. You are my vice in person to everybody who has decided to pick one thing from this episode, who has decided to do something differently to changing the course of their life in 2021, who has decided that rather than set a resolution they will set an intention and walk towards it to everyone who has decided that i will not just only say i will do i will do i will do i will make a blueprint into towards how i'm actually going to be able to accomplish it to everybody who has noted who they want to be their accountability partner 
and they are working on their goals and intentions, you are my vibes in person. And to the people who are still trying to get their lives together, who are still rising up from the ashes and trying to put their life in perspective, you are also my vibes in person because it takes strength to be able to pick yourself up. It takes strength to be able to say, I didn't achieve anything last year, but I want to achieve something this year. It takes strength and I am proud of you and you are my vibes in person. And 2021 is going to be an awesome year for those who have decided that you're going to make it so. So you are my vibes in person for this week. You're welcome to the wrap up. It's the wrap-up. I can't believe it's the wrap-up. I mean, of course, it's always sad to leave you guys every week. But the show must go on next week. Well, guys, we have spoken in... We've spoken intentionally and... We have spoken in-depth on resolutions and intentions and goals and vision boards and what have you we have spoken we have spoken we have spoken but now here is your part here is where you take the things that you've learned and you put them into perspective and not only put them into perspective and focus but also put them into practice my challenge for you this week is to look through your life and pick an accountability partner i would like you to tell me in my dms who you chose as your accountability partner and why you chose them to pick an accountability partner and have a conversation with this person about how you need them to hold you accountable this year accountability is everything in achieving your highest goals and reaching your highest potentials you need accountability so if you did not take anything from today's episode please take the fact that you need accountability to thrive this year If you heard something that resonates with you, which I am most certain that you did, please do not forget to follow me on my social media platforms, on Instagram and Twitter. It is going to be in the description box of this week's episode. Also, do not forget to like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend that they should join the therapy Thursday side of life because we are the dopest squad eh, on the internet <laughs> yes we are so do not forget to like share subscribe tell a friend leave a review leave a comment it helps and until next week stay accountable to your goals stay accountable to your intentions be kind to yourself speak 
more compassionate words to yourself because remember your mind and your body listens to you so whatever you feed it it is what it is going to thrive with my name is Ujewe and until next week this is the Therapy Thursday show